This is Dave. This is Reese. And this is Manic Joy, a podcast about life, love, and, and uncertainty. I'm not sure what you're pointing at. I'm 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 laughing at the um umbrellas crooked. <laughs> it, just make, it just makes me want to say that's what she said that's a crooked umbrella hi dave that's a crooked umbrella cheers cheers i'm taking a sippy you're very good at that i can't do it I don't don't uh it's my thing it is your thing so <laughs> friends we are sitting in the backyard mm-hmm we decided to set some things up because we did a lot. Well, we did a lot of work this weekend. There's a lot of work this weekend. Got the yard cleaned up. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, we power washed the the outdoor furniture. And by we, he means him because Me. I should not be allowed near a power, power washer. But tools. also, <laughs> you probably should remember that time you ran it across your foot. I did. I do. And uh, we lost things. half of your top of your foot and now i only have half a foot yeah it was good times <laughs> it was good times so we're sitting outside we cleaned the deck off that that needed a good wash we got the, the furniture outside we got a fire going <laughs> and we figured am i not pl- oh i'm plugged in. you're plugged in that has nothing to do that's, that's fine different. i panicked anyway go ahead so erase it we're nope i'll keep it okay. i like when you panic <laughs> i'm panic at the so if you hear some if you backyard. hear some things in the background, that's because we are outside and our back backyard. I have to say it like that. I, I know. know thanks, you two rattling yeah, home. Thanks, Larry. Larry. Uh, I, I uh, you'll hear the cars driving by, and uh, that might be something that's on here. So we'll try this out. We'll yeah, I'm excited to like. do a little something different with the uh, podcast. We're, so mix, this is we're mixing it up. Yeah. We're mixing it up today. Yeah. I'm trying to think like what's been going on since the last time we spoke. Last time we spoke was Vegas. We talked when we about first, when we got back. We talked about Steve Martin, Martin Short already. Yep. What the hell has happened? So it's been a week since we've been back, a full week living back at home with the girls. Ah, uh, yes. This Lots is true. Of Lots of trash. Plates and <laughs> trash and open half-eaten granola bars mm. and uh, cups, tumbler cups everywhere. It's been interesting picking things up and cleaning times 100. Yeah. And they're cooking their own food now, too, so that's also fun for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are more dishes. Friggin' independent kids. Well, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it's, it's, and I've been getting ready for my classes that start tomorrow and Monday. Tomorrow. Got some summer Look classes go. going. Look I at know. You go. Oh. Welcome to Methuen. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. This week, uh, I'm going to St. Louis this week. So I got to get get ready for that. Got some things going on this weekend before I head out. I head out on Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be back on Thursday. Yep. Quick trip. Looking forward to it, actually. I like those little little small in the room kind of presentation kind of things, which yeah. would be fun. Yep. Uh, otherwise, but we went to Barnes & Noble today. Yeah. That, that was a pretty big Barnes & Noble, too. I was kind of excited about that. Um, yeah, you introduced me. So I have a public speaking class, and I had picked your brain, your brain. Not brains. Why did we say brains? There's only one in there. Is there two? Is it like... We'll see. Why did we say brains? <laughs> uh, I picked your brain. Picked your brain. I think and, we say brain. Uh, well, you know, so we, we... Did we talk about the fact that we walked to the Mexican restaurant? We did not. And uh, we, Was we, that Friday? Uh, Thursday. 
Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was like oh, a was random. Thursday, yeah, it? it was like rando. We're like, yeah, let's go walk to the because what we do, it's not that far, but also we know we're going to drink a pitcher of margarita. I guess it's a, a margarita because if you just drink the pitcher, it's one big margarita. But once you pour them, it's margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted again, a margaritaville. See margarita. Margaritavilles. <laughs> So Margaritaville. I guess it all depends on the plurality. And how how many drinks you've had, and then you can add as many S's as you want. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so we did that. We had some really good ceviche, nice little pitcher of mags. Yeah. Met a kooky couple there. Knew we that did. was going to happen. The second we they did. walked in, I was like, we're going to end up talking to them. And, <laughs> and it happened. Um, and lo and behold. Yeah, then we uh, gingerly walked home because those margaritas felt good. Those were good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, were good. yeah. And then Friday we went to go visit uh, the Schultzes. We did. That was, was fun. fun. Our friends and and who, I don't know who we are because we got home at like I three in the morning. Well, and we're jerks too because like yes. so our friends Regardless have of what time very <laughs> very young children, and uh, so we went to their house. So this way they put the kids to bed, and then we can hang out, talk music, have some drinks, and it it. it after those gin gin and tonics, man, it got crazy. So I, I wasn't a fan of the, what do we have, Negronis? Negronis. I wasn't a big fan of Negronis. I, they were fine, but I wouldn't. Hey, whatever, I got I to make a choose. TikTok, so it was fine. You did. Good for you. Mm-hmm. The world is in balance. I, Stunning. But I, it's been a while since I've had a gin and tonic, and those gin and tonics were delicious. Yeah, that's the problem with gin and tonics, though. They go down way too smooth, and yeah. I can have, like, six of them. <laughs> and then I need Tums. After, like, the second one, I need Tums. And then once that gets taken care of, it's very bad. It's very bad. I, I thought it was funny how when we got there, the, they were like, well, well, Dave knows how to make drinks. Yep. <laughs> And so I ended up making drinks all night, which was yeah, fine. You did good. I, I enjoy taste. making those drinks. You're like the yummy. Sam Malone of Methuen. Oh, look at me go. <laughs> I hope that doesn't make me Diane, but whatever. Well, I don't know. <sighs> so, I, so, yeah, so that happened. And then, um, yeah, now here we are, uh, Sunday night. It's beautiful out. It is really beautiful it's out. It's gorgeous out. Yeah. We got a little fire going. We do. I'm, I'm excited to have the fire going. So nice to have the, the patio back because I like to go out there and drink my coffee in the morning and, you know, breathing in all that fresh pollen. Ooh, you know, I wonder what tomorrow's <laughs> going to be like. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind coming out here and doing a little work tomorrow. It's the that best. Be nice. I love it. I've been jonesing to do it for yeah, like a long time. That would be nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So let's let's go back quick. to We went to Barnes and Noble because yes. I was picking your brain on the walk to the Mexican restaurant because I like to switch up my classes. Like, I don't like to teach the same format for too long because then I get bored and then I just like to just, I don't know. I feel it's good because then I feel like, you know, all the students talk about, no, I'm not saying that they talk about my classes because they're, you know, oh God, I'm so great. But you know what I mean? Like they know. And so I like to always keep them guessing. (laughs) I always like to keep them guessing. So you did a workshop when we were in Vegas. Vegas with the... I love how you keep forgetting what it is. Well, the moth storytelling. The the moth. Right, the moth. Um, (laughs) But now I find this, like, fascinating. I think it's, like, really cool. And I started watching a couple of their videos and doing some research on them. And then I figure, I think the first week of public speaking, I would like everybody to just tell a story. Yeah, I I like that. That's an easy thing to do because you know it. 
um, your nerves are a little bit more compressed because you're familiar with the material. So I found out that the moth had the moth. <laughs> wow, Reese from Brooklyn. Yep, the moth. It's actually in my Massachusetts. The oh really? They do the podcast. Ooh, is in Massachusetts. that's cool. Yeah, there's a game. So I, you know, checked the local Bands and Noble, and they had one in just. I think they had. Well, it said that they had one left, but when it, we went to the one in Nashua, they had two, so they lied. Lying but uh, we figured maybe at some point we can read some of these things. Yeah, I'd love to try it. So I, I don't know a lot about the game. I know a little bit about the moth, having mm-hmm. just done the workshop. And then mm-hmm. I actually bought the book, and I'm excited. Actually, you have the Talk Like Ted book, too, yep. that I wanted to read. Because, I, you know, that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, how do I become a better presenter into you know, not to toot my own horn, but I think I'm pretty good now. Right. But you know how I am with things. Well, gotta, I want to get better and better. You got to refresh. And, right. You got to refresh the stuff. And you I want to find ways to make those more engaging and, and you know, knock yeah. people's socks off. Yeah. <laughs> knock the socks. Which, which I'm, you know, I have to say, being in the kind of B2B and business world, it's, you know, not too difficult to do. So, <laughs> yeah, well, just, you know, in, by comparison. So people I'm, are petrified of public speaking. It's the Jerry Seinfeld quote. I always tell my my students, he said that the number one fear is of people is public speaking, and number two is death. So people are more afraid of public speaking Jerry than of Seinfeld dying. Jerry Seinfeld told you this? Jerry Seinfeld told me this <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Ah, uh, good. We were how's driving it, how, around in his everybody? car. He came, he picks me up. Family's good. The yeah. family is good. They're doing good. Yeah, we had some coffee. He drove me around. Uh, it was nice. We had a good time. And then he told me that quote, and I was like, can I quote you on that? And he's like, what's the deal with these quotes? Edit that out. Edit it out. No. <laughs> uh, all right, so do we want to get into this? Do we want to do this? Uh, yeah, so, let's so do it. So here's what I was saying is that I know in the moth fashion, what they typically do is I think it's like they have a theme for the night. You have to tell a personal story. And you have five minutes to do so. I do not know what the situation is with the cards or the game. So I will leave it up to you to decide what happens. Okay. So in the directions, there's four different ways you could play this game. I think we should choose one of the ways. I think you're right. Because I think all four would be too much for this evening. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So basically, like one side of the card has like a theme on it. So you read the theme and then you turn it over and then there are like three sort of like prompting questions prompts. or not they're not questions but prompts. prompts yeah okay and then you and then you do okay. it and then you tell so a story do you want to start yeah so i just i'm picking the first one that's in the deck good it's called adventure adventure Ooh. okay so it says prepare a story about an experience outside your comfort zone oh this is perfect okay dangerous outings dubious cohorts, uncharted territory, the joy of the unknown. The joy of the unknown. Oh, dot, dot, dot. The terror of the finding out. That makes sense. (laughs) Escapades. I haven't heard that word in a long time. You know. Escapades. I I, I prefer icecapades, but. You know what? (laughs) I don't. I'll take an escapade any day. I would also take an escalade, but. Wow. Yeah, we're not in that bracket yet. Okay. Uh, escapades, romps. Ooh, I, I do prefer romps. And walkabouts. Oh, well. May the force be with you. I love that this was the first one I picked up. So is, that's what uh, it's are at. those the prompts? No. What did you babe, just read? I said the first part that's is the, the theme. theme. That's a theme? 
That's a theme. So the theme is adventure. Okay. And they're just giving you a little example example of the things you can can talk about. Now here, tell us about a time you almost didn't make it. That's the first one. There's three. That's the first one. Okay. You have one? Uh, Do I have to do the same one? Yeah. We're both doing it. Yeah. We're both going to tell two different stories. Okay. All right. So tell me about a time. But you're going to go first, aren't you? No, you. I'm reading it, so you go first. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Do you want to? You want to throw hands, Dave? Listen, I said to you, are you going to go first? And you said yes, and then then you told me I'm going to go first. So, all right. So, what is the? What was it again? Oh Jesus! So the theme is adventure. Yes. And tell us about a time you almost you didn't almost make it. didn't make it. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I don't even know if I've told the story on the podcast before. I feel like I I must have. But this was a time when I was actually, funnily enough, on location recording a podcast. It all comes back together. Oh and look boy. at you! Look at you looking at me like, "What is this going to be?" And <laughs> no, you, you no, know, one hundred percent what it's going to okay. be. But I, I'm curious as to whether or not I've told this before. And so we were in Boston, and at the time I was with a couple of people on my team, Miranda and Sean, who are no longer working at Constant Contact, they've moved on to other things, and we were recording the Small Biz Stories podcast, and we had gone to, oh, where did we go, where did we go, Um, the name is escaping me of the place that we went to, but it was some artistic nonprofit, hopefully it will come to me at some point during the story, because I'm picking this up on the fly, but we had spent the whole day in Boston, it was one of those hot days too, it was uh, very muggy in Boston. And we were in there. We were, we were meeting some people. We were talking to them and recording for the podcast. And I had come home. And I had a few things to continue doing that night. And I think you and I had gotten into some type of argument. <laughs> Why? How rare. <laughs> and you had gone off into bed. And I was like, okay, I've got a few things i got to finish up. And... I think, if I'm not mistaken, I had a quick little bite of a sub, and I was sitting down at the table doing some things. And, and, and while I was sitting there, I was like, oh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really feel so well. And so I stood up, and I was a little bit like kind of like dizzy, and I was like, hmm. And the, and the way our house is laid out, like, we're like far away from each other so like if we're i'm in the kitchen and you're in the bedroom like there's there's no like you're not going to hear me if i yell for you from the kitchen basically right. yeah right? yeah and it's so, the house is pretty sound proof grew it sound i was trying to do grew anyway uh but also it's good but also that's terrible right. because you and know, so i was like okay i've got about to, what you're about I, to say i've got to get to reese and so i stood up and i i felt a little like dizzy like I could fall right and so like I, I'm so I'm, I'm hanging on to like the the sides like I grab onto the countertops and I'm, I'm going to the things and and as I'm walking towards the door to go into the, the dining room or what is now the bar area from the kitchen as I got over towards the door I looked into the room and I saw a chair and as I looked into the chair it was this really wild like it was as if the chair like zoomed right in. Like I went like really fast. Was like, there LSD in your sandwich? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so it was like it was like almost like a you ver- had vertigo, vertigo type yeah. of thing. And so it was like I I zoomed really fast towards the chair and then zoomed really fast back. 
And as it came back, I literally just fell to the ground, like yeah. backwards. Yeah. And as I was there backwards, I was like, whoa. And like, I have no idea. I was like, just, I woke up. I, I don't know if I woke up, whatever. It, I don't know how long I was there. I don't think long. But you like I was just fell like, on me. I fell on, no, I, not on you yet. I fell on oh, the ground sorry. in the kitchen. <laughs> you tell your story, I'll tell mine. My bad. And so then... <laughs> I got excited. Jesus. <laughs> I forgot what we were I, doing. I, I uh, excuse me. This is interruption. How yeah, can I help thank you? Thank you for so much for your support. For my service. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your service, all right. So I, I, I get up and like I, I like I open my eyes and I'm like, oh my God, I'm laying, I'm thinking. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, the girls are upstairs in their room. And I'm like, okay, the last thing I want is for the girls to come down. Because they were young at this time. And I was like, the last thing I want is for them to come down and find me like laying on the kitchen floor. I'm like, what is going on? So I, I, I kind of turn over and I start crawling <laughs> from the kitchen. This is my adventure. I start crawling from the kitchen into the dining room area at the time, which is now the bar area. And then like I kind of crawl down the two we have two little steps that go into like the lounge area so i climb down those two and i'm like you know almost like you know on my hands and knees kind of getting towards the other side of the house and then we have another two steps that bring you into like kind of where the the office and the bedrooms are and so there's a so as i get there i like got myself back up again and then there's a long hallway <laughs> down to our bedroom and I'm like, I just have to get to Reese is what I'm telling myself. Aw. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Because so, I'm helpful. So I start walking, and, like, I'm holding on to the sides of the wall. And as I start walking, like, I kind of start to feel, like, you know, shitty again, right? And so, like, I just start to speed up. And I'm, and I'm imagining what you hear, if you could hear me at all, because you had the TV on, I think, and then... You probably, know, we, and it was we, probably on real loud, because yeah, yeah. I and can't so, hear. But all I know is I'm like, thump, 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 down the hallway, and then the door was closed, so I go busting through the door, so like, thump, 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 into the door, and I look over at you in the bed, and the same thing happened that happened with the chair before when I was standing up, and so I look over at you, and it was as if, like I zoomed really fast into you and then really fast back. And then like, I just kind of started, it was like, I was like a zombie. Cause I was like, and you can tell part of this, but I was like pale as all heck. And I just started like moving towards you. Cause I wanted to get towards you. You came at me like Frankenstein. Yeah. I was like, Doh. Oh my God. My hands were out. And I had no idea. What and then was I, going on. I like landed on top of you, but I grabbed the blanket and then I just, I started Slowly to fall to the floor to and the I just floor. like was holding onto the blade and then I fell onto the floor and you were like, I mean, you can tell what you were like, but yeah. I, and then I'm just laying on the floor and then like, you were like, oh my God, what's going on? And then, then I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, just get me onto the bed. And then I got onto the bed and then, you know, I just laid there for a while <laughs> and I was fine, but that was my. That was my adventure yeah, story. Yeah, that was really scary. And what was the, th I forget what the theme was. It was like what? Adventure. Adventure, but what was the question? A it time was you were. A time you almost didn't make it. Uh, so and I. And you almost didn't I make it. I almost didn't make it. I didn't know what was going on. So yeah. I, from first I didn't make it 
to the dining yeah, room and yeah. then I almost didn't make it to you, but I did. All I remember from that is you coming at me like Frankenstein, like, ah, with your arms <laughs> out making noises. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So to this day, I don't know what that was or what happened. I think what I think had happened, what had happened. What had happened was. Was I think that I was dehydrated. Yeah. And it was like a long, muggy day. Yeah. And because I hadn't had enough water. And I think then, also you knew in the argument that you were wrong. And it really took a toll yeah, on your it was a, mental state. Uh, my my state. emotional and mental right. state, my right. physical well-being right. was put at risk. Right. So I apologize. That's how I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> anyway, okay, so now you do one of the same? Okay, yeah, I'll do one of the same. Adventure, I, I got one. And I got time one. you didn't make it, okay. Uh, I, I have a couple because I've well, lived a well, very dangerous choose, life. Please choose one, uh, but, Tom Cruise. Okay, but here's one that's, <laughs> it's, it's not funny, but there's like dark I'm, humor I'm involved sure in some way. I don't know. So, nine, everybody remember 9-11? Oh, boy. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. So, in 2001, we were still using MapQuest. There was no GPS, and uh, remember, remember I'm be that quiet, time? You're supposed to be but we know you can jump in a little because remember that? I do. And so now picture, I did not have time to print out the to print out the map quest. So I was going solely on what I thought was the right way to go. Someplace. Not your sense okay. of direction because not you do not all, have because it's I have none. Okay, <laughs> so I'm not going to go into the details of 9/11. It was a very uh, traumatic Thank you. day. Yes, I was uh, living in Long Island, and my father was in Jersey City. My mother and my grandmother were in Brooklyn, so we we're all separate, and. I, all this stuff happened and I was, it was supposed to be my first day actually of teaching at Kingsborough, <laughs> my first day teaching ever. So that was interesting. I decided that after all the calamity that went on, I was like, I need to get to Brooklyn. I need to get to Brooklyn. So I jumped in my car and I get on the highway. And so going, when you're leaving Long Island, you are also going to go past like Queens and you get into Brooklyn. And as I'm driving, now panicked, panicked, listening to Howard Stern talking about what's going on, which I thought maybe that would make me feel better. It actually made me feel worse. <laughs> and well. as I'm driving, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. I got to get there. I didn't, I, my cell phone, I had like one of those like Saved by the Bell cell phones with like you pull the wire up the antenna yeah, and you open sure. the thing. And so, but the, the, like, you really couldn't get really good service or anything. So, anyway, so I'm panicking, and I'm like, I, I need to get to Brooklyn. All right. As I'm driving now, they're starting to close off the highways. I have to get off the highway. And now I'm in Queens. And I, we haven't lived in Queens, uh, or I hadn't lived in Queens, like, ever. The only time we lived in Queens is when you and I were together, and this is way before you and I were together. So, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know Queens very well. Like Stacy lived there, but I only knew how to get to Stacy's house in, in Queens. I did not know. So now I'm like, okay, my one friend that I knew lived in Queens and I called him up. I had like two seconds left on this phone. I'm like, I called him at work. I'm panicking. I'm like, I'm in Queens. I know your house might be near here because he wasn't that far from where I was in Long Island. And he's like, just find your way to my house. He's like, I'll stay on the phone as long as I can. And he's like, here's the number of, my parents are still at work. Here's the number of the alarm for my house. So you can get into my house in case we're not home. I said, okay. So he talked to me a little, got, got me through. I just gave him like a couple of like landmarks. 
And then my phone cut out. And then I finally, I find his house. And the whole time while I'm driving, I'm legit, I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm freaking out. And then when I get lost, just in general, when I get lost, I'm not okay. <laughs> I curse myself out. I freak out. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I, I get so emotionally upset at life in general that I can't find where I'm going. But I figure out this guy's house and I get there and I put in the number, the code to his house and I get in there about 10 minutes later, his mother and father show up and we're all crying and I'm like, thank you so much. And then finally he shows up and we're just sitting in his basement drinking like what is happening and then we're watching the news and then at one point like we're, we're seeing all this horrible carnage and then a second later on some news channel they're showing like like all this craziness and then there was this guy walking with a couple of pizza boxes to deliver it into one of the buildings and we're like well th thank god the guy brought the pizza boxes for some reason that was just hilarious to us that the pizza delivery guy showed up in the middle of a terrorist attack and that's what they had on in the news <laughs> like what is happening but I I have to say I was I was so proud of myself for one not just pulling over and giving up because that's what I wanted to do I just wanted to pull over and just kind of cry for like a really long time and sleep in the car I actually weighed my options on doing that because I was like, no one's going to find me because everybody is running around like chickens without a head. So I'm like, oh, my God. And then the fact that this kid got me partially by just giving me landmarks and whatever without GPS. Like right now, I can't go anywhere without GPS. I put I put my my ways on when I go to work at the campus. I know I know where it is. But I put it on anyway, just in case. I don't know why. I do it, like, randomly in places that I know. I mean, I, how long have I been in Massachusetts? Like, 10 years. I know where I'm going, but I always have to have it on. At that time, with nothing, just raw dogging <laughs> the road, I really thought that I wasn't going to make it. And even my father was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Because you went out, didn't know where you were going, you know, and, and figured it out. And by like the next day-ish, roads were open. I was able to get to Brooklyn. And then my father was able to leave Jersey City because I had to sleep there the night before. But when we got back, my parents were like, of course they were mad at me for two seconds because they get mad at me for everything. But they were like, that was pretty awesome that you were able to make it from your place to Queens. And literally, it's not that far away. It's really <laughs> not. But the fact that I did it through crying and panic and, and here's well, the thing with extreme myself. extreme circumstances. Right. I, I sometimes, I'm a worrier and a, and a panic, panicky kind of person. But I come through. Like, sometimes I could just push it down you know, and get stuff you do, done. You do. You yeah. do sometimes yeah. do that. Mm. That's trauma. That's from having lots of trauma. You just kind of, you know, power through. So that's my, I almost didn't make it. It was an adventure. I was under duress. Uh, it was some crazy times. But I always think of, like, the fact that something crazy like that happened, and I just kind of persevered through it. Because my main goal was just to get home, yeah. to get back to Brooklyn. Yeah. And I did it. Not the way I would have liked to, but that was that. All right, there's another question. Are we doing more? There's three. Are we doing all three? Well, we can shorten it up. 
All right, let's see. What's the next one then? I feel like though. All right, there's. You, you start with this one, and I'm gonna go put some logs on that okay, fire. Okay. Okay. So, fi- let me ask you this. There's two questions. We can do a time your heart started racing, <laughs> or a time you were out of your comfort zone. Ooh. Um. You decide. Okay. I think I'm gonna do comfort zone. And then you can pick whichever one you want to do. But I think I'm going to do comfort zone because um, I feel like that's a big... No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm theater major, which is really funny because I, I'm i so contradictory with my philosophy, my behavior, my attitude towards things. I'm very extroverted, but I'm also introverted. And in a sense of when I've had too much people... I need to I need at least three or four days of just unplugging and not being social. Um, I need to charge that that battery. And so a lot of times, especially as I've gotten older, I challenge myself to do things that are definitely outside of my comfort zone. And I have a lot of those and a lot of them center around theater. So I would say the main one is when I. Um, a good friend of mine was supposed to, her and I were going to, when we were graduating high school, we both decided that we wanted to go to university at Buffalo. And I went there for an acting competition, fell in love with their theater program, their auditorium. They just built a new theater. It was gorgeous. And I wasn't even thinking like, oh, this is Buffalo. I was like, oh, it's Buffalo. It'll be fine. It'll be cool. I'm going to do that. And I didn't think I was going to get in, but I did. And my other friend got in, but she decided she didn't want to go. So I'd be going eight hours away from living at home my entire life, going to community college for three years. I was on the three-year program at the two-year college because I didn't want to leave. I could have been there forever. And my professor that was my mentor, Professor Aptekar, was like, you need to, you need to go. <laughs> like, you're going to go. And I got into Buffalo, and he's like, you're going to go. And uh, so... I told I broke the news to my parents and they were like absolutely not and I'm like well that's too bad because I'm already <laughs> I'm already gonna go and I went to a university at 21 eight hours away from my house only child very sheltered very bird in a cage my parents were very protective and so that first week I was with my mom that was homecoming and we had a ball actually I don't know that gave me such a hard time but we had a ball that first week we found. A million things to go shopping. She made friends with some guy at the airport that had a limo and took his card and had the limo pick us up. Only my parents. Like, I cannot. And we had a limo driver take us to, like, like yard sales. It was great. It was actually, it was a lot of fun. And then she left, and I was by myself. I was waiting for three other roommates to show up who I had only spoken to on the phone. Because, again, there was no internet. So you got to know your roommates by on, on a phone call. And it was the first time that I had been alone that far away from my parents. And I think like the first day, I I was feeling great. I was feeling this sense of independence. I was forcing myself to go out and get food. I think the biggest thing I was worried about before my roommate showed up is that I would lose my dorm key and get locked out of my dorm or not be able to get in and out of my dorm. Like I was so freaked out about that. However, next day, roommates come, we all get along, everything's great. Then all of a sudden, I start going to classes, and I realize I have to wake myself up in the morning. I have to make sure that I eat 
So it was up to my, like, I'd have to leave my room sometimes because my roommates were out and about. So I'd have to go to places by myself and eat. So, like, as an only child, I never did that. I always had someone with me. And so I had to go and do all these things by myself. And I got so stressed out. And I remember there was, like, one day, and I was writing a letter. I think I was writing a letter to George, actually, our friend George. And uh, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I look over, and I'm outside, and there's a big square on the campus where there's, like, shopping and, like, the bookstore and restaurants and stuff like that. And there's, like, a fountain. And all of a sudden, the fountain started to get full of bubbles. (laughs) Someone put bubble bath in the fountain. And I remember sitting there, like, writing to him, like, just kind of, I don't know, like I wasn't happy. I was sad. I already missed home. I was there two weeks. I wasn't feeling well. I actually went to the store on campus to go get NyQuil because I felt like I was going to get sick. And then I look over and all these bubbles start like cascading out of the fountain. And I was like, that is hilarious. I was like, I did not expect that to happen. And that's really funny. And I kind of laughed to myself and I'm like, all right, maybe it's not so bad. And then literally the next morning I woke up with the flu and (laughs) I was sick as a dog and I was laying on the couch in my dorm room and my roommate's boyfriend came in and sat on my head. He didn't know I was on the couch because I was underneath all the covers and he, he didn't know I was there and he sat on me and he almost killed me actually because he was a big guy. (laughs) so I would say like my I think my first biggest accomplishment of doing things independently and really sort of figuring myself out besides theater and getting out of my comfort zone because I was always very theatrical I was always a clown like I was always fine with you know like people paying attention to me that wasn't a big deal but me leaving and going eight hours away and trying to function without Because my grandmother would wake me up every morning and make me breakfast. My mother would, you know, put my uniform out so I knew what to wear. And then my dad would always be like, you know, like, I don't know. He was always making doctor's dentist appointments. When I got my car, he would, you know, remind me when I had to move the car to alternate side of the street. Like, they did everything for me. And this time I had to do all this stuff by myself. So... Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm proud of that. That was a, a huge thing for me, which opened the door for me to be able to go on and get my master's and do all these other things. And then literally it took me five years ago to be okay having Taco Bell at the mall by myself, which was kind of big too, because I don't normally eat alone in public. So <laughs> I just remember, I just remember shoveling Taco Bell in my mouth like, nah, I don't care. I don't care who sees me. So thank God for that, because that allowed me to eat Taco Bell in front of people I didn't know in public. So, um, yeah, that's my story about that. I'm kind of proud of that, too, because, I don't know, sometimes I get a little weird with new experiences. But when I think that I did that, I tell myself to shut up and just, like, I can do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now it's your time. Not your time. Your turn. And this, uh, is, this is my time to shine. This is your time to shine, Dave. Uh, do you want to talk about a time your heart started racing? Which obviously that was the time that you met me. That's not true because you thought I was meh. I'm not bitter about that. Uh, <laughs> it's totally fine. Gonna let the the muscle car go down the block right now. Uh, so, do you want to talk about a time your heart started racing or a time that you were out of your comfort zone? I will talk about. I guess the time my heart started racing, because I'm not, I don't, comfort zone is an interesting one for me. Yeah, you're pretty much, you're, a, you're, you're good with 
I'm kind of up for whatever. Yeah. Except for, like, there are definitely things I know, like, I just don't want to do because I feel like they're stupid. Yeah. Like, you know well, what I mean? You like, jumped out like, of a, you jumped out of a plane. Yeah. You know, I did jump out of a you, plane. You did that. So and that, you also did. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that because that was. <laughs> the, I wish you got to find the video because you need racing. to show that to the girls. You showed that video to me and I think. I have no idea where that is. It was hilarious because it's all hilarious. you see is you. Like trying to have a good time, but your face is oh. telling a different story. You it's were trying so, so hard it's to so be like, funny. look right, at so me, let me, I'm let badass. Me, let me tell that story. And so you're like, you look like you I pooped forget, your pants. I forget. I think it was just me and my girlfriend at the time. And obviously you go in a group. So I think it was just the two of us. I don't think we were with other people. And if we were, I don't remember. If why we, would you even do that? I mean, it's the same thing. Like, why would you and I go shoot a gun? Well, because <laughs> it was something to I do. had a fear of guns, and you were trying to get me right. to. Well, I have, I do not like guns either, right? And so it was like it was a comfort zone thing. Yeah, it was the same thing, and it was one of those things that's like, okay, you know, you always want to do try that or you know talk about it. Or so we we did it. I don't know. I forget how it came up, and I forget what it was for. I'm assuming it was for like a birthday or something. I don't know, and uh, I don't even remember where we were in New York, obviously, but I don't know where. And yeah, so you go if you've never if you've never jumped out of a plane before. <laughs> That's a big no thank you for me. So you do this training session where you watch some videos and they explain like how these stuff works and it's a tandem jump, which means you're strapped to the front of someone. And, you know, they're behind you and they're the ones really kind of running the show. <laughs> right, in case anything goes wrong. And so when you finally get up in the air and you get to the point where you're gonna jump out of the plane. You want to get to this point where you kind of fall out of the plane and then there's a certain point where you get tapped on the head and that's when you kind of like open up your arms and like you just kind of fall. And so, yeah, like as you, you, you got to do this like weird, like kind of like almost like a crab walk because you got somebody strapped to your back and like you're kind of like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Kind of <laughs> trying to get to the edge of the plane. Visual, and then it's you. like, and then they give you the go and then you just kind of fall out of the plane. So now what's interesting is that it's very difficult to breathe because you're falling. At yeah. least it was difficult for me to breathe at that point. So my, yes, my heart was racing and I was out of my comfort zone, I suppose. And you're falling and it's very interesting, right? Because like you, you, you kind of want to try to stand up. And so like you're dealing with that. I'm sorry, why do you want to stand up? Because it's because you're falling and you want to brace yourself. Okay. Right? Like, it's like a really, I, it's very hard to explain. And so you're falling, and you, I'm like, like that type of breathing. Like, you're like, whoa, right? And then finally, like, okay, things stabilize a bit. But like in the video, it's really funny because <laughs> there's a guy that jumps up before you that videotapes the whole thing so you can buy the video at the end. And my face is like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's what makes me yeah. laugh. Yeah. And so it's, it's hilarious. And so you're falling, you're falling. And then eventually the guy taps you on the head and you put your arms out and you're just like, it's just a weird thing because it's like, you're, you're just falling and it's cool. Like, I, I don't think I would ever do it again, but I wouldn't mind experiencing that again. If that makes sense. Absolutely no. Right? Like, I have no desire to do it, but I'm also kind of like... I never allow you to do that. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, thanks. I put my foot down. Oh, would you? My little foot. Well, if you're falling, you can't. And and so, yeah, just falling, falling, and then eventually you pull the chute and you're just kind of floating. And then you, you do this thing where you get towards the ground, you kind of like, uh, you slide 
like you kind of like slide on your butt like you know and uh yeah i jumped out of a plane <laughs> fucking wacko i that is definitely on my bucket list of things i don't ever yeah ever want to do. do i couldn't you would be dead still ziplining i'll if do we, it the video would be <laughs> Me dying. <laughs> the guy, you, and, you'll play it at and then my you're funeral. jumping out of the plane, and then you just passing out and just, just like so cookie. Hi, cookie. Dangling, dangling from this other guy's torso. Um, sorry, I got distracted because I saw Cookie, the neighborhood cat. Our backyard uh, just is a playground is a for, magnet all the, for the, the cats. cats. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they're cute. Uh, there's Tuxedo Cat. There's this orange cat that taunts our cats. Which is fun, um, yeah. I would, I would never, I would just never. I don't want to go in a helicopter. I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't want to be near a an active volcano while it's erupting. Yep. Uh, there's a couple I'm, things in well, life I'm I mean, all set I don't know. with. Like, yeah, I have. Uh, I don't want to do heroin. I, I am wanna... very much of the okay. I'll try something, but there are certain things I'm just like, nope. Or like, like uh, the shooting gun thing. I don't ever need to shoot a gun. Oh, again. I would definitely go back and do that. that I don't was ever want to do it. That's a heart. You want to talk about heart racing? I was I'm sure freaking yeah. out the whole entire time, and then the second I did it, and I was decent, and it felt I don't know. It was very empowering. I don't know why. Uh, but it was in a controlled atmosphere, and the person that we had that was sort of teaching us, he was great. It, so I started with, I don't want to do this, and then it went to, by the time we were out of there, he almost gave me like an Uzi. <laughs> like, I, I we an went Uzi, up huh? in, <laughs> we went up and I was like, oh, it was I want to keep going. an Uzi. Yeah, it was a, definitely a doozy with an Uzi. I, 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 what I'm hoping is that when we go back to Vegas with the girls, I I want to do that zip lining thing in the. Uh, do you? I do want to do that. Well, save up for that. Is it expensive? I have no idea. Oh, but I'll save up for it. Good. Uh, what is <laughs> what? What is that like? Old Vegas? Yeah, like Tremont. 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 Fre Fremont. 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 Yeah, Tremont is in different Jersey. Tremont. Fremont. Pretty close. Or is Come that on. in Massachusetts? One, anyway. one little. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely want it. So in the old part of Vegas, they have like a thing where you can just kind of zip, zip line, line over the people. And to me, that's okay because you don't have that far, far to like fall. And all the people will break it. And But the thing is, I have dream. <laughs> I do have that dream all the time where I'm flying. Do you ever have those flying dreams? Like all of a sudden I'm like I'm running no. and then my legs are just like I... I this is not working, and That's then I take flight. I, I don't think I've ever had a flying dream. Oh, my gosh. I would all, ever since I was a kid, and my father did mm. too, and we used to talk about it because it was kind of funny. And then lately, I don't know, as I've gotten older, I would have these dreams where I'm escaping something, very telling. And uh, I would me. be running, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm running, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere, and I just decide to fly. And when I'm flying in the dream, it's so freeing. And that's what I think about people when they go jogging. Like, I'm so jealous of the, joggers. The joggers high? Because they, they just go. Like, if I, if I just walk at a little bit of a quicker pace, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. I'm all set with, you know. Doing that stuff. Yeah. So, hey, listen, that this was kind of fun. This game I, uh, is pretty great. I like it. I'm curious it. to learn more, and I'm interested how it goes with your class tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I want to, uh, how much was that game? It it wasn't cheap. It was like 18 bucks. Oh, 
<laughs> it's not expensive. Eighteen dollars. Um, Eighteen dollars for a two decks of cards. So that's kind of expensive. Well, but, but it's okay. a game. It's a game. Uh, listen, uh, Silver game, Spoons, Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to take your little train ride back into the Choo-choo. house through the? Do you remember that show? Anyway, uh, I'm excited Bateman to sit out here for a little. Of course he was. Hey. Um, I'm going to put that on. because uh, Jason Bateman does make my heart race. Oh, look at that. I didn't get to answer that, that question. We, by the way, we've been watching... Uh, <laughs> Arrested, been watching Development Arrested Development is the uh, absolute... So much fun. I Listen, literally cannot. If you're, if you're not watching Arrested Development or you haven't watched hey, Arrested buddy, Development... <laughs> can you just take that outside? Uh, go back and, and watch it because it's... Uh, it's the best. It's some funny stuff. Yeah. There. Anyway, friends, life is a group project. Be kind to each other. Bye. We got the right stuff. We put the hammer right down. Wanna be like us? Look, you let us stick around. If you want it, you gotta prove it. Like we do it. Like we do, 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 do. We got the right stuff.